I believe it's time for New York to follow the lead of eight other states and D.C. and legalize recreational marijuana. We have to stop putting people of color in jail for something that white people do with impunity. 80% of the New Yorkers who are arrested for marijuana are black or Latino, despite the fact that whites and people of color use marijuana at roughly the same rates, making it harder for them to get jobs or housing, and for non-citizens, putting them directly in the crosshairs for deportation. In 2018, in a blue state like New York, marijuana shouldn't even be an issue. If there was more political courage coming out of Albany, we would have done this a long time ago. The simple truth is, for white people, the use of marijuana has effectively been legal for a long time. Isn't it time we legalize it for everybody else? This podcast has been brought to you by a four-eyed production. And now, let's start the show. Hennessy White got you. Hennessy White got me lit. Uh, 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 uh. All right. Ready? I'm ready. Is you ready? Is you live? Is you it's live? Time to get live. It's time to represent. Sunset Park, what time is <laughs> it? Was we recording or whatever? We're always recording. Oh, my gosh. You do that to me every, recording every all time. The time. Every time you do that to me. Welcome back. B, welcome back. Welcome back, folks. We black like we never left to episode 16 of the Culture Shock Podcast. Whoop, whoop. We still love y'all and you clearly still love us. Because y'all be listening or whatever and commenting or whatever. And we appreciate it or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, B, um, how was your weekend? My weekend was good. I gotta know all the details. Oh my girl, I can't. You can't tell me all the I details. Can't, I can't spill all my tea. Okay, fine. Um, but one thing I do want to um say is to all of the mothers out there. I mean, I know that Mother's Day is coming up, but I just think about my friends who have children and how the mothers that I know. Um, especially mothers that are around my age, just how they go above and beyond for their children. Mm-hmm. It just makes me, it just makes me happy and it fills me with joy. So with that said, this weekend I attended one of my really, 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 really good friends. I just always usually refer to her as my big sister, but um, her daughter, her baby daughter turned one and I just always get joy out of just helping like put together events and the plan and just seeing like how much joy it brings everyone and just to continue to be around awesome mothers aka my friends and be able to basically have the honor of them even thinking about me and saying I need you to be there I need you to help me like right because I I feel like they trust me and know that what I say I'm gonna do I'm gonna do it right and um I don't know it just warms me up to be able to be needed in that way and you know to to spend that time with people especially like this is somebody that I met in college Mm -hmm. so for us to still be as close as we 
basically have always been. It just warms my heart. So that's really what I did. Um, when was that? That was on Sunday. Saturday, I just did a lot of errands. Girl, killed myself in the gym. I'm telling you. Y'all got the right listen. Listen. May, June, July, August. Boo boo. They are coming. The price is going and up. You're going to meet them at the door. The price is going up, and I ain't offering no discounts. You hear me? <laughs> so that's really what I did with my weekend. Just kind of kept it low key. Got cleaned up, exercised, got my sweat on so I can be ready for crop top season. Right. You're already ready. Girl, the top ab, not the bottom <laughs> ab. <Okay. laughs> that little bottom kangaroo pouch needs some work. That's all diet, but I'm trying to get there. What about you? So, I, I feel like a lot of things happened. Um, my mom's birthday, it wasn't this weekend, but of course it was on the 11th. I know I said that last week, so... Just glad to see that um, my mom has come through another year. Yes, mama. Hey, mama. Yep. Dear mama. Y'all know I got to <laughs> put in my obligatory it. song, okay? It's funny. Um, one Mother's Day. I, never mind. I say best story for Mother's Day. Anyway, my birthday was on Saturday. Woo-hoo! Another year around the sun exactly. since it's not New Year's Eve, <laughs> as I was quite frankly reminded a few I months ago. Wrong. But I'm just saying, I know for a fact that it's funny because um, one of my favorite college, uh, HBCU college queens, uh, is my friend, Rolanda. And she called me on my birthday to sing happy birthday to me and to wish me another um, a fantastic trip around the sun. And I just bust out laughing. <laughs> understand why, but um, it just made me think of you. Oh. So I was able to, you know, relax a little bit. A lot of great things happened. I got a massage, um, got my nails done, hair done, everything did. Not yes, Drake. I got these braids, but you know what I'm saying. But it's still did, girl. You ain't got to worry about it. You can just jump up in the morning. Yeah. I can't wait to yeah. get mine done. Listen. Okay. As soon as these come out, I'm going to give it a couple days, and I'm going right back up in the salon. Yes. But make sure you take care of your edges. I, I promise. I promise. Some castor oil. Yeah. You, some, the black, Jamaican the, black castor oil. Yes. Be, be specific. Because the only person that can snatch your edges is Beyonce. And, <laughs> and she did. And we're going to get that's there. That's a figurative snatch. Not okay. literal. Okay. Speaking of, um, so that happened this weekend too. So Coachella was going on this weekend. Of course, you and I decided not to go because we knew Beyonce was going to go on tour. We knew we were going to be dropping money for tickets. But Beyonce was the first black woman to headline Coachella. And Pop. it was everything like i haven't seen the show in its entirety straight through but i feel like i've seen all the clips and watched at least an hour and a half through and like lift every voice and sing um what else uh solo came at solange came out that was crazy destiny's child everybody went up for that jay-z came out of course um, I, don't I don't know why she just didn't bring up Blue and the twins. She bring up everybody. You feel me? I feel like we're going to be able to see the twins the same way that we saw Blue Ivy last time just, in just the let videos. Us um, but um, one of my favorite parts was, and I always, I always love her breakdowns. Is the one of the clip that's going around with her dancing to OT Genesis? Everybody yes, I cannot like, wait. I gotta I just, learn all the words. I just feel like Beyonce is like. My ratchet sister, like, she, you know, be looking good in the pictures, but Beyonce is ratchet, and I love every minute of it. Listen. Like, she's ratchet. And everybody <laughs> else does, too. Did you see Riri standing for her, like, yes. in the front row? Everybody, st- I seen Diddy tweet, and he was like, I seen it. I seen it with my own <laughs> eyes. I saw that, too. It's funny, because in the beginning, when I watched it, I was like, man, this is really giving me whiz vibes, because, you know, everybody was dressed in yellow, all black people, you know, the horns and stuff. 
And then eventually they played the song from The Wiz, like whenever Richard Pryor um, was being introduced. And um, so I was like, oh, man, like they are, you know, she's supposed to play in The Wiz. But it just reminded me, like the setup just reminded me of, um, what was it, back in the 80s when they when they did the movie The um, Modern Dance Company of mm-hmm. Harlem? When they took off those sweatsuits after the uh, after Eveline died mm-hmm. in the movie, and all those black people peeled off the ugly sweatsuits, and they had on yellow like yellow bathing suits, yellow leotards, and they started dancing like tall trees. That was just amazing. It kind of gave me that same feel, so I really loved it. It was just, it was just it took me back. Amazing. It and took me back to school. I, I know, and HBC for her, you love. for her to use that platform to highlight HBCUs and just overall blackness. Right. I mean, I feel like, how can you not love Beyonce? And it was it was a really good post that I seen by Janelle Monae. Oh, and I can't remember exactly what she said, but I know at the end she said, this is our queen and we must protect her at all costs. Girl, I said, Janelle. Dip her in vibranium, Janelle, please. you better preach. You better preach in this place. <laughs> I mean, I just... To me, I feel like I enjoyed it, mm-hmm. but what I find more enjoyable is the fact that even now, people who weren't really Beyonce fans are having to eat their words because it's like there's no you way deny it. that you can deny that this woman is like the greatest performer. Yeah, like there's no way that you that you can deny it. And shout out to Beyonce. Somebody tagged me in a clip too because. Me and this person always talk about how this is our favorite song on um, the four album. But she sung, um, she sang I Care. I saw that. I just. And she killed it. I just, I don't know. I just feel like that is one of her most like raw vocal performances right. ever. Right. Um, she hit us with the opera, the band. Oh, when the girls were laying on her leg. If you have not seen oh this God. performance, you have to see it. Because once she starts to really get up there, they all get up. I think the Les Twins, they some came, people yeah, they pronounce came it differently, Les Twins or the Les Twins, but the Les Twins were there, and they killed it. It was just... And I loved how, I just love how people want to make it out to be like, oh, she left, you know, DC3 and da-da-da-da, but every time, other than the only one performance that I, I feel like she didn't have them at was at the Glatzenbury when she headlined that, right. but other than that, she always makes sure that they get their piece yes, too. Yes, they're included. Yes, because let's be real, like we know Beyonce because she's the leader of Destiny's Child. Right. Like we wouldn't even be talking about this if she didn't start somewhere. Right. So I feel like it's just it just shows what type of person she is because she don't have to ask them to come. Mm-mm. It's her show. Right. But the fact that she allows, um, or not, I don't even want to like say allows sisters. because they're it just sounds friends. weird. Yeah. The fact that she shares and Mm -hmm. and is inclusive of with them of this moment just says a lot about. I mean, like I said, people was half raised. I don't think Beyonce was half raised. No, No, Miss Tina looks like she'd get with that, but she yes, like even as an adult, like okay, but I'm still your mama, so don't talk to me like that. I want to make one other point about um, Destiny's Child. First of all. Did you see? I know what you about to say. Michelle killed it. She was not playing because you know over the years, like the collective, we have had jokes. 
mm-hmm. about Michelle and, you know, not being able to keep up sometimes. Or, like, I think she's amazing. I love her. I think she's gorgeous. I like her voice. Um, but she, she made sure that she was on point with the moves and everything. Like, she was even doing the crip walk. <laughs> and then, like, her, her man is uh, Chad Johnson. He went up for her. I follow him on his social media. The one she's with. Yeah. He's a cutie pie. He is adorable. And he loves up on her every chance. And when I say he cannot stop posting about Aww. Michelle Williams this weekend, it was so adorable just to know that like she's being loved that way. Just mm-hmm. even though I don't know her, it feels good. I love Michelle too. And one thing I can say is for people like Wendy Williams who tried to insinuate that Beyonce got a single auto-tune, when I tell you them three heifers harmony was on point still some of y'all's faves can't even do that and i ain't gonna name no names but they cannot they cannot get up there and breathe and sing and dance and harmonize at the same time that's what i was trying to say when i was watching and i'm like look she's not even winded they're not even winded like this is what they do and and just professional to, to type it off other than talk her, off <laughs> okay other than her and salon's dancing together which Solange posted a throwback of when she performed at Coachella, and that's like what they do. They dance because yeah. Beyonce joined her. And but one of my favorite things was um well two. They actually sung the um Say My Name remix, which is one of my favorite oh my Destiny Child remixes. I was looking around, there was nobody to look at. But when I was listening to it, I was looking oh around my like, God. is anybody else experiencing this? Honey, movie? I'm filing a complaint. <laughs> I'm just asking you to say my name, honey. Yes. Timberland went off on that. I like that remix a lot. Um, Emotions has a good remix produced by the yeah. Neptunes. Um, Bootylicious was good. It had Missy on it. Everybody, I think, remember that one. But yeah. I just love the Destiny Child remixes, so I'm glad they, they took it back. Um, on us for for that. Wyclef has the same uh say my name remix. Who does? Wyclef. He's he's the say my name remix. No, he's no no no. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, no. My, say no, my no, name no. is Timbaland. Yeah. Um, but one of my favorite things was when Kelly on her Instagram when she posted them in their um Charlie's Angels pose uh-huh. and all the caption said was Mackie Tata. I was yes. like yes yes I love it you and me us never part that's right it just warmed my heart I was like I love y'all now can we get a reunion tour so I can come and, and fan out an audience because I, I used would to think that it's coins. not gonna happen but like now that Beyonce now that all of them are like settled a little bit I think that when it's all said and done they will give us a reunion tour and I'm gonna just put this out there Latavia has been posting a lot. Yeah. And with her red hair. Okay. So I don't know if all of Destiny's, the, the, uh, some of the originals will pop up next week. Right. Or if they may pop up on the tour. Okay. But I don't know why Latavia would be just doing that if nothing. There was nothing to right. it. Okay. But, I mean, oh, and let's talk about this. So, not only is Beyonce, you know, our generous queen okay queen mother queen mother she is also donating a hundred thousand dollars to hbcu so let's give a round of applause for beyonce giselle no carter put her money where her mouth is hit wssu up okay we need you because we've been we've been been beehive day one since destiny's child when it was the original (laughs) four right like hook hook us up sis but just for her to not only 
Like she's not out exploiting what HBCUs do and then not contributing, which is what a lot of other people do. So she's gonna donate, and I think Bethune Cookman was on there. I can't remember the the oh Tuskegee was on there. It was a a a few of the ones that are probably in dire need. need. Yeah, so I think a lot of our HBCUs have been closing, you know, for lack of funds. And that's exactly what the post said. So for all of you. People out there who feel like, why do we need HBCUs and XYZ? This is, this is prime, this is just a prime reason as to why it's important. Right. Because it's, it's for the representation, it's for the exposure, it's for the creativity, the expression, the feeling like you belong right. when normally we don't get that feeling anywhere else. We can get that at home. That's it's why we home. call it homecoming. homecoming. That's right. So these things are important. Being taught by black leaders and professionals and, and professors and teachers, it is important. Right. It's important to see these things because we don't see them as often as we should. And so I'm going to forever um, stick up for HBCUs. I hope to have a whole bunch of beautiful, healthy children that want to go. And I can go like old mother with my WSSU on Same. and sit in the bleachers and talk about all the girls that's dressed skimpy and just be old mother. I'm ready. So with your cushion. With my cushion, mm-hmm. okay? And be like, look, I'll be like the ladies on ported dresses under the tree. That's look, right. Look, look coming over here. They don't know a thing about it. Like a rite of passage. <laughs> <laughs> like a rite of passage. Yes. So thank you, Beyonce. We love you. And we cannot wait to see you this summer. I'm going to have on my crop top. Eh, eh, eh. Oh, I went off. I'm sorry. <laughs> you did. But it's I okay. Went off. I went off. We got a I cannot lie I want to talk to you about today. So, um, but before we get into that, do you have any shout outs for the will? You kinda already gave your shout outs, right? Shout out to um, who? Anybody. Um, no, I don't have any shout outs. I think I gave them out. I definitely want to give a shout out to my friend Rolanda that I mentioned earlier this past weekend while I was getting my birthday on. We didn't Woo-hoo. get a chance to celebrate with one another, but she crossed um the Burning Sands, and she is now a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Go, so girl. congratulations, Ro. We love you so much. And then um, my aunt Emily and my uncle Wallace are celebrating their twenty year anniversary. I gotta meet this uncle Wallace now. Of marriage, I, yes, you will. I, I gotta meet this uncle Wallace because all I hear about is uncle Wallace, and I want to meet uncle Wallace. <laughs> now, <laughs> I'm sure he can hear you. Hey, uncle Wallace. So, um, good, bad, and indifferent. First, I would like to start by saying so, so much. much happens. So much. I'm exhausted. Okay. I can't even keep up. That's okay. We're going to get through it. First of all, I love Jadena a lot. Ooh, yeah, I posted on his picture. I said, my, my, my. He oh. performed at Coachella. Um, did you get a chance to see that? I have. You know what? No. Okay. I'm I want to give these performances the, my full okay. attention, and I have not been able to. But I will say this about y'all at Coachella. Y'all been slacking on the outfits. I mean, <laughs> I'm just trying to be real. Like, y'all posting all y'all fashions, yeah. and it ain't really looking good. Riri, my spirit animal Riri was on Riri showed point. up and showed out, but I haven't really seen that many. I don't know. It just seemed like in the past, it would just be a whole lot of people with a whole bunch of cute stuff on. Yeah. I haven't been seeing anything. Well, you know what? We we still have, like, next week, so. Let's yeah, y'all see what they don't do disappoint next me, because I'm living through y'all. We over here at Nochella. We want to see. Right. <laughs> I want to see the outfits. I mean, I, I'm. I mean, I could have gone to Coachella, but I like my money in my pockets. Indeed. But you know, I want to see some outfits. Like, let me see the glow sticks. Let me see y'all's. You know, y'all Forever Twenty One or whatever it is you wearing. Like, let me see. That was shade. See. You out here disrespecting people. 
Talking Did about, I a little bit? Yes, talking about their Forever Twenty One. Well, you know that. You know that's where they get it from, Jeff. I shop there too. I'm not. I'm not being funny. I shop there too, but I'm just saying. You know, when you go in these stores like Forever Twenty One, H and M, they have a whole Coachella section. You know what I'm saying? Instead of y'all just going to the thrift store and buying the shit for like two dollars, you go in there and spend money. But I'm just. I'm just saying, I just want, I expected to a lot more. I expected people to give, right. you know, come and give a little more. But I mean, y'all were focused on Beyonce. Y'all just wanted to get there. And they I had understand. to be comfortable. They were out there all day. Right. Let them live. But I didn't see any cute outfits besides Riri. Right. But anyway, moving on. All right. So I want to give you a little black girl magic. Okay. Um, the Marine Corps has appointed the first black female to um, Brigadier General. Yes, sis. You better be a leader. So, uh... <laughs> You better be a leader. You better be a leader, sis. <laughs> she is, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, cur- currently uh, Colonel Lorna Maylock. Mm-hmm. So she's the deputy director of operations. She plans policies, and um, I think she's the operations. Um, dang, I can't think of the word. But anyway, so she's the first female um, to become brigadier general for the Marine Corps. And it's a big deal because the Marine Corps just <clears throat> welcomed their first female infantry officer last year, and the program just opened up in 2016. So, only three years ago, um, since the Pentagon actually made all combat jobs available to women. I do remember that. So, in a short span, women are really making a mark amongst you know their peers in the Marine Corps. So I thought that was really dope. Yeah, and I think that's a good thing because given the history of the way women have been treated in the military, yes, you talk know, about that. the abuse, the sexual assault, the misogyny, the not being able to do certain jobs because they're women, mm-hmm. it's, I just feel like, you know, it's great to see our armed forces making such huge strides. And that's why, I mean, I think the saying is cute how we always say, you know, the future is female, but really the present is female. That's true. The present is female because we're not fucking around with y'all. That's right. Like, either you're going to get down or you're going to lay down. We're not taking no for an answer. <laughs> it's like baby girl in um, New Jack City. rock a baby. We coming through <laughs> right. and laying y'all down. So, I mean, it is what it is. Either you jump on board or you jump ship. Thank you. So, that's awesome. So there's that. Also, um, the homeless Girl Scouts sold 17,000 boxes of cookies during their first official sale. So, okay. Then people had the munchies, child. (laughs) You are not right. They have a lot of people who live in um, New York. But Troop 6000, so last year, Mayor Bill De De Bellagio, his office partnered with the city's Department of Homeless Services. Mm -hmm. And what they decided to do was, and, of course, Girl Scouts of Greater New York, they wanted to invest a million dollars over a three-year period to expand the troop. So now they have about, I think it was 15 troops in the city, and the goal was 6,000 boxes, and, of course... Above and beyond, mm-hmm. and they sold seventeen thousand. So the proceeds go towards their uniforms, events for them, things that they need. I just thought that was so adorable, so amazing. The pictures are are really cute. And shout out to everybody out here supporting the Girl Scouts. Always, I think everybody supports the Girl Scouts. Listen. Not only because the cookies are good, but it's just like it's like a cultural thing. Yeah, like it really everybody, is. no matter sex, race, creed. 
We all love the Girl Scouts. Yeah. And it's not even <laughs> one of those things where you're like, oh, God, it's Girl Scout cookie season again. Like, here, here they come. I know plenty of people who are like, who's selling Girl Scouts? Yes. Where can I go get mine? Yes. I remember when I used to actually, like, have to go into a facility to work. And people would have, like, sign-up sheets. Yes. Who got the cookies? Who got the cookies? I need this. I'm just like, whoa. You know, they're probably coveted because you can't get them all the time. Mm-hmm. So that's what it is. It increases the hype. Mm-hmm. Which is smart. It's and good man. marketing. And it works because... Supply and demand. They be on it. Getting all the dollars. All the dollars. <laughs> they got mine. I buy my cookies, your cookies, Jasmine's cookies, anybody. Well, you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> Don't get anybody's cookies now. Some people, some people don't wash their cookies. You know what? I'm just moving saying, right along. Uh, moving right along. I'm just saying some people don't wash. They don't wrench around and wrench off. And so you, and so cookies, you don't want those cookies. You don't want those cookies. Those aren't clean cookies. No, them the dollar store cookies. <sighs> so Not embarrassing. <laughs> so embarrassing. Um, Keisha Lance Bottoms, she is just celebrating her first 100 days. Her mom, you have to go to her Instagram. I think it was on her Instagram. But her mom looks so young. I know Keisha's only like 48 and she's looking 20 something. Mm-hmm. And her mom is the same way. And so she put up a little video congratulating her daughter. Um, but she's the Atlanta mayor. Um, some of the things that are important to her, like criminal justice reform, mm-hmm. affordable housing, homeless services, um, workforce deployment, stuff like that. But I just wanted to also recognize that she has made it through her first 100 days and she's still kicking butt. Go ahead. So that's, congratulations, That's Keisha. awesome that, you know, she's in that position. And it's just funny that you bring up Atlanta because since we are a podcast, I've made it my mission to continue to listen to other podcasts. Right. Which I always do anyway. And I am a true crime fanatic. Oh, my God. So, there is a podcast called Atlanta Monster. Really? Yes, and it's about the Atlanta child murders. Okay. And I remember, I don't know who let me loose in the library, but I remember reading a book about the Atlanta child murders when I was, like, in middle school. I don't know why I was reading well, that's that. scary. It is. And I mean, girl, I read the whole book. But I remember reading this um, when I was a child, and this is like an investigative podcast. It's only 10 episodes, mm-hmm. and it goes through, you know, all the trial stuff and details and, you know, mystery clouding this um, case. And they actually talked to the man who was convicted of two killings, but they were of adults. He was never convicted of killing gotcha. any children, but he has been dubbed the Atlanta child killer, but he was never convicted of killing any kids. Okay. So it's just good if you guys have time. Um, I listened to it on Apple Podcasts. It's called Atlanta Monsters. So since you brought up Atlanta, I felt like that was a good time to throw that in there. But it's really good if you, like, you um, if you like if you like true crime podcasts. And that is just bringing me to an idea I had. I think maybe we should do a post or let people know about other good podcasts that we listen to I that agree. are outside the norm. People are always giving us a shout out, so we should yeah. do the same. It's funny that you mentioned true crime because I listen to true crime unsolved mysteries. This so good. What what got me was the Black Dahlia because I'm already obsessed. Mm-hmm. And I saw that the first time I clicked on their link and they had a two-part series. It's well put together. So I listen to them often. The only thing that tears my nerves up is the fact that they're unsolved. They're the unsolved mystery. Yes, so I'm like there's crazy. never any resolution. You know, there's no um, resolve for the family. So, But it's it's really, really good. It's intense. It'll like have you on the edge of your seat. Well, good. Yeah, I think we're going to do We may give y'all that. We may do a little something, something and 
let y'all, you know, get into our minds a little bit more. We talked about our music. We always talk about Beyonce, TV. So maybe we'll let y'all in on some other things that we like here in the future. I mean, Beyonce is always something good to talk about. But um, anyway. <laughs> always. Earlier we talked about Beyonce and Coachella. We talked about Jadena and Coachella. But another performer at Coachella was Cardi B. Barty. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Um, I, I love her. Me too. I thought her performance was banging. She's so adorable. Um, I, I read a post from one of my peers where, you know, the guy was talking about her being pregnant and another guy really checked him basically on the, you cannot tell women what to do with their bodies. Like women are amazing. They're going to be fine. Like, and so not to mention we worked in the fields as slaves pregnant and, and pregnant nannied other people's kids right you know watch our husbands get sent off and beat and killed and lynched and then nobody worry about oh you doing this when you pregnant then leave cardi alone she will be fine she will be fine okay she's exactly. a, she's young she's healthy that baby is healthy gonna be healthy mind your damn business yes and she she proved it this this weekend when i say she was Getting it like she was switching her lyrics up according to her being pregnant. She was twerking. Well, she said, she was, "If I'm then I get a baby." Yeah, I died. I, did I was like, "This is a nut. This is a whole wide nut." And then of course, um, I know that you saw like the interaction with her and Rihanna, and Rihanna just giving her a compliment, and she was all grins. She's adorable. She's always starstruck, and that just shows how humble she still is. Exactly. Um, and one thing I want to say is. Someone made this statement to me, um, I think it was last week, that basically Cardi is, she's the people's champ. Everybody mm-hmm. likes to have that underdog win. She makes it look like it's possible. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and two, another thing that, and I mean, if you're listening to this, you know that I, we're going to tell the realness how I feel. It ain't no shade to nobody. But I just feel like this is why Cardi has had such instant success is because before she made an album we knew who cardi was right we saw her personality we knew what she stood for and it's the same and she has not wavered she doesn't need to be some type of alter ego she doesn't need to be some fictional character there's no pretense there's it's just cardi and right. that resonates with a lot of people, the majority people. of people who are just regular nine to five taking care of their family handling business people regular, everybody is not in the one percent exactly mm-hmm. and so i feel like for people like that, that's why reality stars do so well mm-hmm. because they are just being themselves until they're not, and until then that's when the show goes, you know, to pot. Yeah, so I just, you know, I'm a big album person, and I don't give a lot of female rappers a chance. So for me, myself, and I to like Cardi and listen to her album multiple times from beginning to end, it's a good album because there's no other female rappers out. At this time, that I can do that. Speaking of albums, not one. You know, Invasion of Privacy um, de- is at or debuted at number one on the Billboard 200, and she has the biggest streaming week ever for a, an album by a woman. Crazy. That's fan- I'm really happy for her. I'm I, really happy for her. I was laughing at her on um, the Breakfast Club. <laughs> She said, well you, well, you know now I'm a shmillionaire. I was like, yes, party, yes, get your money, boo. How can I get to shmillionaire status? Okay, Teach I'm trying me. to get there, too. Indeed. But um, I just love it. Um, And you know what? It, it, what's good is, for me, listening to 
Cardi's album, one of my favorite songs on there is Ring with Kehlani. Yeah. And yeah. and because I've been listening to that, I went back today and all day today I've been listening to Kehlani. Right. You know, it's just, Cardi's album is just really good. She's not fake and phony. Oh my God, I like it like that. What's the, is that the name of the song? Uh-huh. Oh, even, like it. It's called Like, like it. even the, um, even the Spanish rap part is like, you be bumping. You want to hear something funny? Oh my God. What? My birthday. I was taking a shower, getting ready to go to dinner, and I was playing Cardi's album in the bathroom, and that song came on, and I literally almost lost my life because I was dancing fail. so hard. I love what she said. That right foot slipped. I love what she says. He's so handsome. What's his name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I crack up every look. I'm laughing now. I crack up every time I sing that song because I can just see her singing right. that. It's just such a good album, and I'm happy for her, and I can't wait to see this little baby, because she did say it was a girl, right? Yeah. And she was on Saturday Night Live, too. Her sister let the cat out of the bag that it was a girl, oh, for certain. Well, boo-hoo. Um, it's a girl. We know now. So, right. I'm just excited to see this little baby, and I'm just happy for Cardi. She deserves. Same. Moving along. You got anything? I don't want to, because I've literally been talking, um, like, every time, so. Well, I guess we can address, since... And I know people are going to think this has something to do with it, but I have recently switched my coffee spots anyway um, because okay. I had experienced like, you know, like when you can tell like the coffee beans have been burned or just in too yeah, long yeah, yeah. And it's, of course. or it's cold. So I usually like drive a good 10 minutes to get to Starbucks okay. from my house when there's a Dunkin' Donuts, like two minutes from my house. So after a couple of bad experiences over the last few months i'm like i'm gonna just try this dunkin donuts mm-hmm. and like they're always like friendly like when i go and i have my dog with me they give my dog treats if i pull up and i don't have the dog they're like where's it all like i mean that means a lot mm-hmm. and so with all the stuff that's happening at starbucks i'm not gonna say that i'm going to boycott boycott starbucks because i feel like those were actions of that one person right because starbucks is the national meetup place everybody meets up at starbucks right um, but, but you don't feel compelled to go out of your way to patronize them because of, so exactly. so if you are not aware of the story, what Courtney's talking about is a Philadelphia Starbucks at a Philadelphia spa. Can't get my words together. Tongue tied Tiffany. Yes, tongue tied <laughs> Tiffany at a Starbucks in Philadelphia. The police were called by managers at the Starbucks or workers at the Starbucks. Um, on two black men, they were waiting for their friend who ironically showed up. As the black men were being taken away by the police, and this is all recorded, you can see it, it's on Twitter, you can probably YouTube it by now, it's all over social media, um, but they were being handcuffed because they were waiting for the friend that showed up. Um, you can hear lots of patrons in the background asking, you know, what, what happened, do? or what did they do, or nothing, they didn't do anything, they were just waiting, um, and they were still taken to jail in spite of any advocates that they might have had in the room. They were not released, I hear, until like one thirty, the next day. I just love how calm they were. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I think somebody said they were um, not stockbrokers, but... Um, Financial planners, advisors? No, no, no. CPAs? Something about homes. Real estate. Okay. They had something to do with real estate, maybe? I mm-hmm. don't know. Don't get me wrong. So they were professionals. Um, they, yeah, they were. Yeah, but even if they weren't, that I don't want. I don't. It doesn't. Want, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't want to make it seem like that should be the narrative. They could work at McDonald's and still be waiting for the, they. Couldn't they couldn't have no been jobs homeless. and been waiting for their friends 
And they should have never called the um, exactly. police on them just for sitting there. But what I, they didn't order anything. What I like about that video is how everybody else was being so vocal about it. Yeah. That's what has to happen. Every time. Not sometimes. Every, Every time. time. That's what has to happen. And I did see a, um, a statement um, from a news outlet, but whoever that store manager was in that Philadelphia Starbucks has been fired. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, they, they have let them go. But it just it just goes to show that no matter where we are, what spaces we're in, what we may or may not be doing, just being black is perceived as a threat. Yeah. No matter what. If you're just sitting there in a coffee shop, mind your own business. A coffee shop. What are you going to do in a coffee shop? Right. So I agree. Like, I don't, I personally, and this is just me personally, don't see it in a way where I should boycott Starbucks because like you said, that was the actions of of the individual store. I'm not like a huge fan anyway. I just get some whenever I feel like it or like if I'm in the airport, um, and there are people like this everywhere. It's just that once we run into it, like that has to be snuffed out. That mentality, that kind of behavior has to be snuffed out immediately. And uh, a good point that was made is, you know, when these things happen, people say stuff like, oh, that's why we should support black. You should be doing that anyway. You, it should not take you to be um, treated unfairly or for someone to show their racist colors for you to decide okay now i'm gonna buy black like it's a backup plan you should be doing that anyway right another thing that i saw a a white woman and i cannot remember what her name is so i apologize for this but she was on twitter and she tweeted ever since she posted the video she's had friends family and strangers say there must be something more to the story and she was basically saying like that mentality is how we get here what do you mean? That clearly they There's are arrested else. for a valid reason because why would the police come and arrest them if they weren't doing something bad? No, because all that store manager has to do is say they're trespassing and then if they don't, then that's a charge. Yeah. And so just as an alternative, um, we're in Charlotte. So, um, you know, I know people are listening elsewhere, but if you're in the Charlotte area, there is a black owned coffee shop. It's called C3 Coffee. Let me see. Make sure. Yes. C3 Coffee, Crepes and Creamery. And it is in Concord. Um, And I guess, you know, you can just Google it. um, And it's a black owned. Um, It's owned by a lady named Cynthia. um, And it's on 5011 Weddington Road, Concord, NC 28027. So, boom, there you go. Black owned coffee shop. The first one that you heard about. Yeah. Here on Culture Shock Podcast. That's right. So <laughs> tell, tell them we sent you. <laughs> yes, tell this them we sent freebie. you. So, I mean, you know, whatever city you're in, Google. Ask yeah. around. Find these black businesses to patron because they're, or to patronize, because they're out there. We just have to make a conscious effort to go there first and not as a backup plan. Correct. Um, I know last week we talked about Mariah Carey just in being one of our faves and having one of the best albums of all time, and we love her. She's a diva. She does what she wants to. We let her get away with her antics. <laughs> um, but she came out this week and saying that she has been suffering for quite some time from um, bipolar 2 disorder. And it's evident. Absolutely. It's, that did not come as a surprise to us. Um, bipolar disorder 2 can't be cured. Of course, it can only be treated. Um, and it's 
you can recognize it. Well, you can't. It really has to be. Um, I can't get my words together today. It's, it has to be diagnosed, mm-hmm. right? Um, but if, if there are feelings of hopelessness, you know, if you have depressive episodes that are lasting two weeks um, at a time, if you have at least one hypomanic episode lasting at least four days, you know, that's something that maybe you should talk to your um, healthcare provider about. Mm-hmm. And it definitely takes counseling and it takes mood stabilizers, so... I mean, we're always thinking about Mariah anyway because we know something isn't quite right there. Um, but I'm just definitely going to keep her in my prayers. Yeah, and and I think it's it's brave of her. Yeah, absolutely. To admit this publicly and to obviously it seems like try to get help. Right. Um. So I know we always like we said we we giggle at her antics and think it's just oh. This is Mariah being a diva, yeah. but there may be more to that, obviously, than what we realize. I mean, anybody who keeps a Christmas tree up in their house 24... Don't do that. 24-7, 365. I'm just like, Mariah. Maybe she likes Christmas, baby. I mean, come on, Mariah. And then she lays down every every interview. I'm just like, Mariah. But we always just attribute that just to just being her. That's but, true. But everybody has a story. Just because somebody's rich, famous, beautiful, what have you, does not mean that they're not struggling and going through things. That money and that, just like we see with Michael Jackson, that money and that having to be secluded, really, and not being able to live your life as freely can actually make those types of things worse. More, more difficult, right. So, um... It, 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 um... Cultivates the question, like, how much money is too money, much money sometimes? Yeah, because when you can just do whatever... You know, yeah. People treat you differently. You know, you can't go in the same circle. You don't know who's I'm really sure there it's a for lot. you, exactly. And that leads to paranoia, yeah. mistrust. You know, and then secluding yourself, right. which is the worst thing you can do with mental health conditions. Because I, I realized before when we talked about this, I think I referred to it as a disorder, and I feel like that's kind of it's kind of derogatory because it's like saying that something is wrong with you. Right. It's it's not. Right. It's just a condition that you have right. um, that you need assistance with, you need help with, and everybody has things that they're struggling with. So um, I just hope that she's getting the help that she deserves and that she works through this and gets to her best self because everybody loves Mariah. I don't know sure. anybody who does not not like who, who does not like Mariah. I mean, a hater gonna hate like all the time. Like but, Harry, you know, come on. Um, and Jennifer fake. Lewis. It, had come out about that's it too. true recently recently mm-hmm. and she talked about it in her book and i have a, a long book list i'm i'm finally about to start utilizing my library card because i will go broke trying to buy all these books right. um but i plan on getting her book and reading it just you know i i just find that reading biographies is it's really insightful because sometimes we get this built up you know of people mm-hmm. in those positions when really and truly they're just going through the same things we are just on the grand stage. Like, everybody can see it, which makes it worse. Right. And it's just good to read those underdog stories and see how people have made it and lasted and been around. So I'm interested to read um, Jennifer Lewis's book where she talks about being diagnosed with bipolar and to kind of follow and hear more about Mariah's story and see how she's managing. Very true. Somebody else who is definitely benefiting from therapy, uh, I saw Safari put a post up not too long ago or this past week saying that he went to therapy, that it was incredible, that he's not going to 
use his phone or get on social media after nine o'clock. So I applaud him for that. Whatever it takes to take care of you, make sure you do that. And you know who else need to go to therapy? I think I said this before. Who? Bow Wow. He needs to go to therapy. He don't want it. He was up there posting, and I don't follow him, but apparently um, he had posted on Twitter the word suicide spelled backwards and had everybody flipping out. Right, because that's right, what you should. So. Right, you should. So apparently he's saying that this is the name of his new album or something like that. And so when he was on The Breakfast Club, they asked him like, okay, I think Angela, you said, well, is this, was this just for your album or do you really feel this way? Right. And he was like, well, yeah. And so then Charlamagne was like, well, yeah, what? Like, right, you really yeah, feel what? like you want to commit suicide? And he was like, well, I mean, you know, I've been in this game a long time and I done left the world eight times. And so I just feel like what else is there left for me to do? Bruh, you need a therapist. Right. Like, there's something else. I know he has daddy issues. There's a lot of stuff that went on with his dad and... I mean, you know those sometimes he has those mommy child, issues too. Mommy issues. Some of those child stars have these right. problems. They he needs to talk to somebody. Too many adult things before it was time. Just like Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. He needs to talk to somebody. And he had posted something. It was on like one of the main sites, like Baller Alert or Shade Room or something. And it was so crazy because I put under there. I was like, tell this to a therapist. And, like, right. you should have seen all the comments I got. Like, yes, yes, please, yes. He needs to go to... Because, bruh. Right. You're crying out for help right. to the world, which you don't need to do. You need to look inward and go talk to a therapist to work this stuff out. That's very true. So, that just goes back to the whole Mariah Carey thing. If you are struggling, I know it's difficult. You don't even have to tell anybody. Just Google your city and therapist. It'll pop up. It'll pop up and pick one and just go. Right. If you don't like that one, try them out. Go to another one. Right. But I guarantee you, just talking to anybody that these things are confidential and that can help you work through this will be beneficial to you in the long run. Just right. my spiel. Speaking from experience. Moving on. Moving on. So, um, I do have a bit of serious news. I don't know if you've heard of Lakeith Smith. So he's, um, two years ago, this happened two years ago, but uh, I think it's just coming to the light now. So now he is 17 years old. He was 15 at the time. He's an Alabama teen who was involved with a burglary case that went awry. So a couple teenagers got together. They decided they were going to burglarize a home. Just giving you guys a synopsis. And um, this case could have been held in juvenile (laughs) court, but the prosecutors decided to um, take him out of the juvie system and, you know, like in Alabama and try him as an adult. So once you come out of the juvie system, I don't know if it's like this everywhere, but definitely in Alabama, you can't go back even if you're still of age. So the police end up killing his friend. His friend got into an altercation with one of the officers, um, got into a shootout. Police officer shot the, the teen and he died. The jury, so this young boy was going to jail. They um, offered him a plea deal for up to 25 years, right? He, I feel like the jury punished him for wanting to uh, use his right to trial by jury. So he, I guess his family got together because he's still a teenager, got together and said, no, we're just going to go through the court system because they were basically trying to try him for the death of his friend. But the police officer killed his friend because they were in a shootout. They found him guilty because he decided to go to trial 
And since they were going to give him 25 years in the plea deal, they gave him 30 years in prison for the death of his friend, even though he had nothing to do with actually killing his friend um, for felony murder. 30 years for felony murder. He received 15 years for the burglary and two 10 year sentences for theft tried as an adult. So that's a total of at 15 years old. That's a total of 65 years in prison. And. I'm infuriated because I've seen people go to jail for less time for oh, murder. Yeah. For molestation. For all kinds of so stuff. So basically they're trying to say, like, like say if me and you went and broke in somewhere. Yeah. And the plan was just to rob them but somebody died. Then we're responsible for that murder. So they're trying to say that because of if they wouldn't have been committing a robbery that this boy would have never got shot by the police. Right. And it's not even and putting the murder, it on him. Right. The murder of a person who lived in the house. It, it's like if you and I go rob a place and then the police shoot you because you're trying to fight the police back or whatever. I don't have a gun. I'm not trying to fight the police or anything. I was just involved with stealing, which I know a lot of teens who have done that or would do that. Um, and so you die and then I get charged with felony murder. Even though That's I'm not the one crazy. Yeah. So didn't know if you guys had heard about that. Um, and it's it's kind of sad because, you know, they talk about the brain and, and when our brains stop <laughs> growing and what constitutes a juvenile. Mm, mm, mm. And juveniles can lack impulse control, which is why, you know, a lot of times they get tried as a juvenile because they're not fully grown yet. Um, but once they decide to try you as an adult that's that your, and your brain is not even really fully formed they say until you're 25. 25 right so and he's not even there he's not even close to being 25 years old yet that's ridiculous mm-hmm. so but i'm sure they're going to appeal this and i hope i feel like you know we all should like try to get behind this and keep up with it because unless we make noise and bring these types of things to the forefront he'll just be sitting in jail for 65 years yeah for something he did when he was 15. Right. Not even a murder or anything. For he just For stealing. Being stupid. Right. Um, Sean King. So he's, I'm sure you know who he is. He's a well-known civil rights activist. Um, known mostly because he's on social media a lot. His social media presence is very prevalent. He took his family to Cairo recently. And I read this week that when he returned, he and his family were detained at JFK. Um... So this is that's not the news. The news is they pulled them out of line. They called him by name. Mm-hmm. You know, usually when they're doing random checks, it's a random check. They pulled him out of the line. They called him by name. And when they started to question him, they specifically questioned him on his leadership role in Black Lives Matter. And I know that he was infuriated. Um, I'm, I'm going to answer now one damn question. I don't. I, well, I know that he definitely told his family don't say anything. Not sure. You know, how he, I know that he also immediately called the family lawyer. So the lawyer came. But it's funny that they were even bold enough to bring up Black Lives Matter. Like, you're going to let me know that this is intentional and that Mm -hmm. you're watching me because of my social media presence and because I'm an advocate for black people and and, and black and brown people. Um, So I know that, you know, they made it home safely, but. Just wanted to bring it up because rest assured, if you're standing up or advocating for black or brown people um, or you're saying something that they think is going to be, um, you know, 
a threat to white supremacy. The, yeah, the systemics <laughs> of it all. Uh, mm-hmm. Then, you know, if they think that you can significantly move or you have any power whatsoever, you might be put under surveillance. And that's nothing to be afraid of. It's just a fact. It is. A, it's like the modern day COINTELPRO. Right. They're doing it all over again. And I think they're referring to Black Lives Matter as Black Identity Extremists. Extremist. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a, just another word for trying to say that Black Lives Matter is a terrorist group. Right. Which is just so crazy. And it kind of reminds me of the whole thing. Out of all the terrorists that have been coming out and doing things, shooting people in churches, malls, and schools White men. and stuff like that. Have White they men. ever been Black people? Um, And it just kind of reminds me of, you know, just how... During the time when something is really, really going on, it's demonized. But I know 50 years from now, in textbooks, it will be like, oh, this courageous group, Black Lives Matter, did X, Y, Z. And, you know, just like how they do, you know, did with Martin Luther King. I saw this um, post a, a few weeks ago where they showed a 1966 Gallup poll that found that almost two thirds of Americans had an unfavorable unfavorable opinion of Dr. King um, and a third had a positive opinion. Basically, like, I mean, it may have been like 30% of the people approved of Dr. King. But right. now, now, now that he's dead, y'all want to say we should be like Dr. King. Well, you didn't like, you didn't him. like him then and you killed him. Right. So, I mean, wh- what's it going to be? Either or. It's just ridiculous, but I don't think that should stop Sean King from speaking his truth or anybody from speaking their truth. Correct. Correct, and um, it's funny because you can see uh, systematic racism in a lot of things. Like I know, and, and you might not even agree with this, but I, I don't know if you saw the story about the the mother of five who graduated from college mm-hmm. and they took the picture together, and um, they you know they have the we did it thing, I did it too, I did it. Like all the kids are holding up a sign and looks fantastic, right? Um, but just something about the narrative, and I, I saw that somebody else said the same thing. I'm like, I'm glad I'm not the only one. I kind of felt like it was in poor taste, not on her part, but the way they're reporting the story as a single mother of five. So I feel like that's a perpetuation of like a certain stereotype. Mm-hmm. And those stereotypes are a part of systematic racism. You know, she's not just some single mother with five children. She's a widow. See what I'm saying? I didn't even, I wouldn't even have thought that. Right. But that's not the story. That's not the narrative that they gave. So while, yes, a lot of us just see it and we still see it as something positive. I always think about like the individual aspects of everything. Um, And I I think that it is a, a slight misrepresentation of who she is and who her children are and what their family represent because it's like they never had a father right or that he's just not not there and yeah that that really sucks instead of saying a widowed Mm -hmm. mother of five then that puts that story in a it changes it changes it but it's it's still awesome right but it just changes the the lens at which you look at it through that is correct so many things. So um, many things. Let's get to this old lady that would have got slapped asleep at the restaurant. What happened? So apparently, slapped asleep. Slapped. Granny would have got slapped into dementia. I can't. Okay. She would have got stop, slapped. If I start. I won't stop. She would have got slapped into sundown. What happened? So basically, um, two of our 
um, armed force members, mm-hmm. two, two females. Apparently, it was some type of altercation or some type of words that were exchanged in the parking lot. So these two Caucasian Women. individuals, mm-hmm. a man and a woman, and I think that it was a, okay. a daughter too, but when the video starts, you can't see the daughter. She comes in later. But apparently, they have been heckling these girls or these women, I should say, into the restaurant, calling them black gay bitches, and is this what our military looks like now, and yada, yada, yada. The man and the woman. The man and the woman, the white man and the woman. So when they got into the restaurant, it continued because when the video first starts, you can hear the man saying something about, is this, yeah, is this what our military looks like, or this is something he says. Did they know they were even being recorded? No. Okay. But once they, once she saw it, that's when... Um, grand lady reaches and tries to grab the soldier's phone like give me up don't record me give me up and she reached over there and like assaulted the girl and the girl was pregnant and even during that time the other um, girl that was with with her the other um, girl in uniform was like ma'am ma'am calm down ma'am stop and so this whole thing started going and somebody they're still recording so her daughter grand lady's daughter walks up was like don't be recording my mama grabs her phone again luckily when the police got there and saw the video grand lady was getting her ass in the back of the police car i know that's right trying to cry you weren't crying when you was reaching over there about to pull back a nub because that's what would have happened i would have twisted her hand so hard and been like oh you want to reach over here white tears matter they didn't matter. Well, they that didn't night. matter that And then day. it was so funny because she was sitting here trying to cry. And he was like, Oh, well, you're not going to do anything to them? No, because they didn't do anything. Right. Clearly, you see the video. You've been harassing them since the very beginning. Now you see how it feels. And it was so funny because somebody did an edit and showed Grand Lady at the end. And they started playing Akon's Locked Up. When I tell <laughs> you, I was hollering. But it just really burns me up because that right there shows you that the majority of, I don't want to say the majority, but a lot of white people yeah. respect a piece of fabric more than they respect the lives that are going over there, making it so that we can even hang this flag up. Right. Because you're mad at Colin Kaepernick for taking a knee, but you would then call two women that go that and risk serving. their lives and are serving in our armed forces black gay bitches. Right. But you want to talk to me about respecting a flag on the wall. Right. Fuck that flag. I don't care about that. I care about the lives and the people. Right. And us as a population. Not some fabric that's stitched together. That's so non-patriotic or unpatriotic. So. Ridiculous. Luckily. And that's why I tell people. If you can get your phone out, get your phone out. Because you know good and well, if they would have showed up and them white tears would have been pouring down her face. With no video. With no video. Soldiers or not, them girls would have been in trouble. Yeah. So pregnant or not, pregnant or not, because having birth in prison is a thing, or mm-hmm. in jail is a thing. And then you gotta have that baby like while you are chained to the bed, and you don't Did even you know get that? to spend time with the baby. Nope. It gets out of there. So, um, yeah, Grand Lady would have got slapped asleep. Well, good. I always like <laughs> to see. I always like to see um, when we can get some justice. Yes. It's, it's unfortunate that it has to come with. You know, we have to come with proof oh, that yeah. we deserve the justice. Um, Guilty so, until proven innocent. On one hand, you have this situation where they have the video. On the other hand, you have the Starbucks situation and the guy still went to jail. So we're, we're going to be fighting for a long time. But as long as we don't give up, the fight will be okay. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, well, not really fighting, but I, of course, always get a lot of communication from the ACLU. I donate to them. 
um, and they released an, or they issued a statement saying that Greyhound allow, is now allowing Border Patrol agents to board buses and to search passengers without a warrant. That is a gross violation of mm-hmm. people's uh, uh, constitutional rights. Greyhound is just Greyhound is just shady anyway because I feel like Greyhound profits and plays off of poor people mm-hmm. or people who may not be in a good financial situation. Correct. Because even now, let's say Tiffany, you don't have a debit card or a credit card, mm-hmm. but you needed to get Excuse me, you needed to get a bus ticket. And I said, okay, Tiffany, I'll just buy you a bus ticket. You pick it up. Right. It will charge an extra $30 for for someone else to get it for you. What? Yes. And I was like, that can't be right. And I got on there and tried to do it. It will charge an extra like $30 in order for you to get a ticket for somebody else who doesn't have a debit card or credit card. It That's ridiculous. a $30 processing fee when you buy a Beyonce ticket. It's ridiculous. You know, it's funny because once I read the story, my initial reaction was, well, fine, you know, hopefully people will just stop riding Greyhound buses. But then I realized the privilege in being even being able to say like, oh, we'll just stop riding Greyhound Mm -hmm, buses because I don't need to ride one. And there are plenty of other means that I could take before I would have to. But there are some people who have to. Mm -hmm. Um, That's crazy. And disgusting. Mm hmm. Um, so they're just taking they're just taking advantage of people that are less fortunate, right. whether it be by finances and or citizenship, citizenship immigration yeah. status, which I have some strong views about immigration. But even within that, I feel like everybody deserves a path to citizenship. That's right. If they if they're if that's what they're after. Right. Even though I feel like. I'm just going to put it out there. I feel like I don't care if you come here, but if I'm paying taxes, your ass need to pay too. That's it. That's yeah. that's my only thing. I don't care who comes, but if I'm paying, you, you got to pay too. Right. Point blank. So I just feel like there needs to be a definite path or some timelines to say, okay, you here. That's all well and good, boo-boo. And you got to this date to get your paperwork rolling. Right. Or then you got to go. I mean, I feel like that's only right. Unless you're fleeing like Syria or somewhere where you about to refugee. die. Yeah, refugee you're a refugee. Like, of course. But I feel like if you want to come here, you want to be here, it needs to be a clear path in order for you to do so. But a lot of times people don't have a clear path. So then what do we do? Because then they're going to keep getting attacked by ICE. <laughs> Basically, that that's what's going to happen until something is done about it. Is this true? Um... What else did I read? I know we got like other stuff to tackle, but I I definitely want to keep you guys informed. Oh, I know. Um, so the former what is it, girl? House speaker, you stressed? You I know stressed? this. So this marijuana thing. You see, I started rubbing yes, my forehead like, and everything because I'm so aggravated. Um, so marijuana news reform. Um, the former House Speaker well, John he's Red Red Faced Ass. Right. I do not like him. Me neither. He is joining the board of, of cannabis uh, firm. And I saw an article last week about how cannabis is fueling fitness, like it's being integrated into fitness. And I just couldn't bring myself to read it. I mean, I'll get there, 
but I could not bring myself to read it out of disgust, um, which is why, you know, at the top of the show, we used your girl, Cynthia Nixon, talking about um, marijuana Miranda. and how, yeah, exactly, <laughs> and how um, white people and black people or white people and people of color are basically using marijuana at the same rate, and yet, you know, it's disproportionate. The number of people who get in trouble for it is just disproportionate, as it is with everything else. Um, and I just, I don't know why I even brought it up, but it's just been discussed in me all week. And I just don't understand why it's so cool while so many of us are in jail for, you know, an ounce here, you know, a couple ounces there, or, you know, even intent to sell, like, the argument can be made, well, oh, it's against the law. But if it's against the law for us, then it's against the law for y'all. Yeah, it should be against the law for everybody. And if you're going to make it legal, you're going to legalize it. Those people that you have sitting in jail for that, you let need to let out. Because mm-hmm. I don't understand how you can justify having people still sitting in jail for something that's legal now. It makes absolutely no sense. There are literally judges who have put, who have you know, agree to allow people to go to jail for it and then have kids at home who smoke it. Yeah. But, you or know, smoke it's, it themselves. it's different because they call it pot. <laughs> so, yeah, man, we're out here smoking pot. You right. know, me and Billy Raw, Billy Ray and they, Joe Bob, we're out here smoking some pot. Do they think it affects black people <laughs> differently than it does white people? Do they think we act like um, we're on, what was it, bath salts when people were walking around? Biting each other or eat, eat, trying to bite people. I ain't never seen nobody do nothing crazy while they were smoking weed. Unless they got a hold of some bad weed or right. it was dipped in something or laced with something. And that's a totally a totally different thing. I've never seen anyone um, do that on marijuana. Yeah. I'm not a marijuana person per se. But I, people that are and they do it a lot, I don't ever see them acting crazy. No. They basically no, just mellow out or they sleepy. eat and they sleep and they laugh. Right, or, or get creative. Or get creative. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I just think it's another way to whitewash something that people of color have been demonized for in the past. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, once everybody gets on board, you'll white people will be the ones making money, making yeah. the money off of it. Yeah. Once it's a full-on cash crop in every state or nearly every state, it'll be right, white people getting rich off of the same thing that, you know, the corner boys have been getting in trouble for. So um, I digress. Want to talk about Syria. Uh, so I think it was Friday night. I, I woke up in the middle of the night and saw the red one or the orange one uh, on my Twitter timeline. So the U.S., Britain, and France conducted airstrikes against Syria because uh, President um, Bashar al what's his name? How do you pronounce it? Al Assad? Ugh, I, I know who you're talking out. about, but I can't say it. It's ridiculous that I can't say it, but I'll blame the braces. So, <laughs> his alleged chemical weapons attack. Um, and I only say alleged just because I know the attacks are happening. I don't know why they're happening, and I don't really know who's doing them. Because we've been in this discussion over the last few weeks about, like, what exactly does he benefit from waging a chemical war on his own people? Like, if, if somebody could tell me that, then maybe I would understand, but nobody's been able to tell me that. It's probably just, you know, because it's always that discussion. I feel like, do you want to be loved or, or feared? feared. Mm-hmm. So it's probably a fear tactic and a way to control to prevent them from rising up against him. 
But isn't that dangerous to do that so close to home? I mean, you're yeah, not talking about going and shooting people. You're talking about a chemical war. Well, he probably doesn't care because just like our, you know, Oopa Loopa in chief, he probably has a bunker that he can go into. So right. he doesn't care because he's not going to he's not going to get affected by the chemicals. It's everybody else. Right. So he doesn't care. It's all about being a dictator and instilling fear in the people that you're supposed to be serving and protecting. So the part of this I really want to attack is the fact that it costs hundreds of million do- millions of dollars uh, to conduct an airstrike. Mm-hmm. So the U.S., Britain, and France all got together and decided that they were going to contribute. But the people in Flint still need clean water. Right. It takes or it costs $55 million to replace the pipes. Why can't we just replace the pipes? Why can't they just get Puerto Rico lights? Somebody drop the mic. I mean, drops mic. In the words of our dear Lauren Hill, it could all be so simple, right? <laughs> but you'd rather make, make it, it hard. hard, and it does not have to be hard. Just like now, he wants the military to pay for the wall out of their budget, right? But I thought Mexico was paying for the wall. Bye, girl. Which you know is not happening. I'm just, I'm just really praying that this bill passes in Congress to prevent Trump from trying to fire the special prosecutor so we can get down to the bottom of this obstruction of justice collusion case because that's also going on in the midst of all of this Right, well. I think sometimes people forget, <laughs> but, but that's okay. Like, it's not okay that people forget, but I, I just know, like, one day it's going to be front-page news. And, and so, you know, here recently, um, Trump's lawyer's office or home, I don't know if it was both or one of the other, was raided. Mm-hmm. And they I seized all of his, you know, documents and that type of thing to get to the bottom of this obstruction of justice to see if Trump paid this porn star out of campaign funds right. or what have you. And Trump basically tried to get a federal judge to allow him, himself as a president, to review stuff that was seized. And it's like, bro, why are you so scared? Yeah. If you're not doing anything wrong, yeah, why are you so scared? And the judge was like, no, no, no. Who do you, like, I think, yeah, I really think he thought that because he was the president, Mm -hmm. that he was the most powerful man in the world. And that the the Justice Department works for you. Right. They do not work for you. They work for the people. They work for the people. And they're not your personal lawyers. They're, your personal FBI, they work for us. Right. Just like you're supposed to be doing. So, um, I know that he had been mulling over the fact, mulling over Mueller. That was a good yeah, one. But <laughs> I know he had been mulling over the idea of firing Mueller. Right. And so, some Republicans, I think Lindsey Graham, and I, y'all don't hold me to this because I may be wrong, but I think Lindsey Graham, who's actually a Republican, mm-hmm. Cory Booker, and some more people are coming together to introduce a bill right. to get it passed so that presidents cannot fire special prosecutors. Right. So, it doesn't make, it wouldn't make sense. No, anyway. and it would be, he's already in political suicide. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I'm sorry, but I got some bad knees. My knees is killing <laughs> Moving around. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean... It's he's already committing political suicide and, and, and digging himself into a hole. So him trying to fire this special prosecutor is only going to make things worse. But the sad part about it is I feel like his base and the people who are totally blind to anything but Trumpism won't care either, either way. Right. Because they 
you know, do this whole pivot and flip-flop when it comes to Trump and the things of now. But when it was Bill Clinton in the office, it was different. When it was Barack in the office, it was different. When Hillary wanted to get in office, the rules were different. But now that Trump's in there, and he plays basically exactly. to your racism and to your sense of me, 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 you don't want to admit that the things that he has done, he is doing and will do, is way worse than the some of the things that we've seen before. Right. Not really way worse because we have presidents that actually ordered raids to kill black people. Right. So I'm going to just right. be in slavery some and all. Things, though, but some, some things, things are yes. just ridiculous. Right. It's not even the... It's just completely and utterly ridiculous. Right. And he needs to go. So I'm just hoping that I really feel like Mueller has everything that he needs. I don't know if it's Mueller, 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 Mueller. I think he has everything that he needs. Mm -hmm. He's just dropping the crumbs. Yeah. He's, he's just waiting. Yeah, he's waiting until he can just really stick it to him. And child, I'm telling you, okay, listen up. I'm getting my, my grass together. We're going to have a cookout. We're going to have an impeachment okay. party. I'm bringing party. the beer. So when it, I'm telling y'all, when they say they are impeaching him, Porty at my house, if you already know where I live. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's not that many people. Exactly. Okay. But anyway. You know what I heard about Trump this week? His, um, I don't know, his former doorman, um, Dino Sejudin. Did you hear him talking about how he was instructed not to criticize his former housekeeper due to a prior relationship that she had with um, Donald Trump? And that relationship yielded a baby? I believe it. And because this died, a, baby mom was that for for baby mamas? Mm -hmm. Oh my god! And did you see when Angela Rod tweeted that? Uh -uh. She put or oh, not tweeted? She posted on Instagram talking about y'all. This dude got four baby mamas, and then my boo got under the comments and said, "Well, what's wrong with that? Who's your boo?" Erica Badu, because you know she got three oh, baby yeah, daddies. She got three baby daddies. <laughs> she said, "What's wrong with that?" <laughs> it's like, uh oh. But I thought that was funny because I'm like, well, yeah, because she got three, like you know, but um. And and I think it's very it's very telling that his other daughter, his younger daughter Tiffany, yeah, she don't have nothing to do with him. I and every I time want people nothing to do with him every either. time people tweet and post up about his incompetencies and how much they hate him, they always she always likes it. She, For real, yes. I never noticed that. Yes, because apparently, I mean, she he might be a little smart. Then her name he, is Tiffany. Okay, he cheated on obviously her I don't, mom to with right. Melania. Right. So she don't see it for none of them. Wow. And everybody wants. And she's not the golden child either. No, clearly. Ivanka is. Yeah, Ivanka. And I, I just think it's crazy because everybody wants me to feel sorry for Melania, but Melania is a male order bride, so she already knew what she was getting. Right, that's a fact. She knew that's what she not was getting. Like, that's nothing that we're like joking about or making up. Like no. she's a male order bride for real. Yeah, she she came over here on a visa that had expired. She's what is she Slovakian or something? Whatever right. the hell she is, and she married him for that money and to get that permanent citizenship. Right. So she, I mean, this has been going on. Why you think she got that that bad wig on too? He didn't he didn't wear her edge to slam out. Courtney, <laughs> it's true, but it's still funny. Well, I'm just saying they both got some bad lace fronts. They need That's to get true. on. They His need to, is worse than hers. They need to get on 
Black Insta and find them a weaveologist, no. a wigologist. No, I don't want any of ours to uh, service <laughs> them in any way. Well, true, you're right. But somebody need to do it. Ooh. Because you can't even, she don't even have, you can't even see her scalp in her part. Well, <laughs> like, I know. Melania, where is your scalp? I know, we usually allow you guys to decide like what was good, bad, and indifferent, but the wigs, they are definitely bad. The bad part. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, I know we've been talking to you guys to death. Um, I know today we kind of wanted to do like life hacks to healthier lifestyle. Um, and we still are. We're going to do that. But we're just going to kind of give you guys a couple tips. Um, Courtney and I, you know, you and I have been kind of talking about how healthcare is a billion dollar business. Yes, it is. So a lot of times, and this isn't saying anything about my friends who work in, in um, healthcare or healthcare professionals because B is one of them. But a lot of times, especially as people get older, you go to the doctor, something's wrong, they prescribe you some medicine, right? The medicines work, or they might work, but we just want to give you guys some tips on preventatives, um, things that you can do at home to keep yourself he- healthy, to keep yourself on point and happy so that you don't get to the point where you need these medicines. Or um, if it's something like lowering your blood pressure, you know, some things that you can eat and do at home that will assist with that. Gotcha. So, um, I know for me, for instance, one of the things that I eat a lot of is garlic. Like, I put garlic in a lot of my food. Mm-hmm. And now, I, I balance that with lemon, which I'll I'll talk about later. Because, you know, if you eat enough of something, it'll come through your pores. And, of course, I don't have garlic coming through my pores. <laughs> but... Garlic is very medicinal, so it combats a common cold. Um, I use it for colds. Um, it's got active compounds in garlic that reduce blood pressure. One ounce of garlic has 0.6 grams of fiber in it, which everybody needs their fiber. It's got vitamin C, um, vitamin B in it, which people get shots for. Like People literally go get weekly shots for their vitamin B. Yes, they do. Um, It obtains, like, calcium, copper, potassium, iron, all of that. It improves, and it improves your cholesterol levels. So, garlic is one of the things that you can use just to keep yourself healthy on a regular basis. Some people eat it, especially, like, when they're really, really sick. They just eat it straight out. I don't personally do that. Um, But I've seen it work, is my point. Um, and then another thing I, I know a lot of people know about this, especially women, ginger. So ginger helps with nausea. Ginger is like the black people's go-to. True. Because you know anything that happens, ginger. you get a prescription for ginger ale. Look at some of that ginger ale. Oh, my God. And my mama's saying drink it warm, too. It worked better when it's warm. Oh, my God. Yes, girl. I'm, I'm telling have you. have to have a talk with your mama. Listen, but my mama be knowing. Yeah. My mama is country. So she know country people know she be knowing all the good you know, I didn't even remedies put onions on the list, but onions help with fever too. Yeah, like how back in the day people used to put onions in, in their, their socks. socks. <laughs> that really works. It draws out the heat. Um, but with with ginger, it helps with nausea, which is why a lot of times like you'll people will buy ginger pops for pregnant women. Mm-hmm. Um, it reduces muscle pain. It helps with osteoarthritis. It's because it's an anti-inflammatory. Um, it'll lower your blood sugar levels. It improves heart disease risk factors, and it also treats chronic indigestion. So, if you have problems with indigestion, if you take ginger in the powder form, it can reduce menstrual pain. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it can also lower your cholesterol and two grams of ginger extract every day can reduce uh, pro-inflammatory molecules in the colon, which means that it can assist with colon cancer prevention. So those are just some things. Oh, and I read somewhere where it improves brain function as well. So they've been kind of studying the use of it with regards to Alzheimer's disease and dementia. Cool. And, it, okay, I'm just saying, these Come are like on, natural, right? Come on, Doc. Right, Dr. Richmond, at your service. It helps fight bacterial infections, too. And that's so. a good one, because some of y'all walk around and you know you got a bacterial infection. Mm-hmm. Come on, Jesus. <laughs> what you got for the people over there? Um, One thing that I eat on a regular basis um, that I find really helps with cleansing is blueberries. Yes, so, every morning. Yes, and I usually eat them. I put them in smoothies. Yep. I put them in my oatmeal, or sometimes I just eat them straight out of the out of the container. Like I could probably eat a whole thing of blueberries in one sitting. Okay. It's probably not the best thing for you to do. That's good to but, know. But I I can. Um, and really, like blueberries have more antioxidant properties than green tea. Yeah, they are packed with vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin E, and those essential vitamins are like prime skin rejuvenating vitamins. Right. So if you're like me and you have had issues with breakouts here and there, um, you know, sometimes, I mean, food just really affects me. So yeah. there are certain foods that I can eat and I'll get like fine, like rash on my face sometimes, just like fine bumps that I'm like, oh, I must have touched something, kind of like contact dermatitis. So blueberries on a constant basis, um, if you ingest them, can help with that. Um, so, you know, if if you want to, you know, control uh, period-induced breakouts, they help um, kind of balance out your home hormones, increase circulatory health, which can prevent unwanted lines, cellulite, varicose veins. You can make masks out of them. Mm-hmm. Blueberries are just a good way, a good natural way to help with skin health because, you know, we all love a good beat. Okay. So, you know, you don't want to have a good beat on top of a crunch bar. So, it's best that you take all the measures you can naturally mm-hmm. to help, you know, keep your skin popping and, you know, keep your melanin in check. Because, you know, we got to be like Angela Bassett's of the world, honey. We got to, so you know, be like Benjamin Button out here. We got to age backwards. Right. So, um, that's just something. In addition to increased h2o intake water 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 and in conjunction with eating a lot of antioxidants and and consuming those um that's a great way to boost um skin health i um i don't i have texture issues so i don't eat blueberries outright but i have them every morning in my smoothie so um i know exactly what you mean thank you girl Okay. Speaking of masks, as you say, you can make a mask with it. Turmeric is something else that, like, when I want to um, just clear my face up some, right before I go somewhere really nice, I use a turmeric, a homemade turmeric mask, and it's always so, like, right away, it just brightens you up. Mm-hmm. Um, but turmeric also has extremely powerful medicinal properties. So, of course, it's also a natural anti-inflammatory. It increases um, antioxidant capacity for your body. It also boosts the brain. It improves brain function and lowers risk for brain disease. And it lowers your risk for heart disease as well. If you you know have turmeric in your cabinet, consider using it. Look up some recipes. Um, it fights depression as well. 
Mm. And you talked about water intake with your blueberries, cucumbers. It's one of my favorite. I know some people either love them or hate them, but I, I love, love cucumbers. Um, so cucumbers will do it. First of all, it's loaded with water, mm-hmm. and they will do for you what biotin pills do for your skin and hair mm. if you eat enough of them. They are um, good for digestion because they have roughage. Like if you, as long as you don't cut the whole peel off of it, you know some mm-hmm. people peel the whole thing. Um, but they're good for fiber and good for weight loss, and they have lots of uh, B vitamin in it. And that's why it's good when you, you know, like, when you see people, like, in the movies, and they're getting, like, a facial, and they put the cucumbers on yes. their eyes. That's why they the do that. swelling go down. That's why they do that. Um, I wanted to talk about, and I think you may have mentioned this, too, before we got started, um, because I am a nurse, and I see a lot of people with um, diabetes, and I know it's... As African Americans, we tend to say, "Oh, well, my mama got it," and so I just know I'm at. But like, that's no way to live. Right. Like, a lot of these things are preventable, or at least can be delayed right. until you know late in life. Um, if you do have a, a really high genetic predisposition to those, and yeah. one thing that really um, has been shown to help with diabetes treatment is cinnamon. And I know yes. you, you mentioned it, and so. There was a study that was conducted um, with the Beltsville Human Nutrition Research Center, um, and they did this study on diabetic patients, and each were given a quarter of a teaspoon of cinnamon over 40 days, and mm-hmm. researchers observed that patients' blood sugar levels fell as much as 30%. Yes. So they have cinnamon in pills. Um, you could you know, use tea, a teaspoon of just regular um, cinnamon or preferably cinnamon from like a Whole Foods store where it's you know actual real cinnamon, real cinnamon and not something loaded with sugar to help um, reduce your blood sugar and and help with, um, you know, insulin production. So um, cinnamon is a good one. It can help aid in weight loss. Um, It can help aid um, with um, menstrual periods. Um, You know, if you have, like, heavy um, bleeding with your periods, it can help um, reduce the, the, the flow it's a circulation booster. It also helps reduce arthritic pain. So if mm-hmm. you struggle with like joint pain, um, those types of things, it can help. Also with breath, cinnamon can help control right. breath as well as ginger. They actually make, now that you bring that up, they make um, at the Whole Foods store ginger. Um, I don't know if they're filled or dipped, but they're like ginger toothpicks. And okay, so they I help with um, killing bacteria. So Because really that's all bad breath. It's some type of overgrowth. Of bacteria, so they help with um, killing bacteria. They help um, with gum health mm-hmm. and help controlling your breath. And I meant to say that when you were talking about ginger, but I forgot. So yep. throw that in there. So um, cinnamon is just a good um, thing to look into, especially if you are diabetic or you have a mom, a brother, dad, mm-hmm. sister, someone with diabetes. Kind of talk to them about that. It also helps control um, or help fight yeast infections. I was getting ready to say that. Well, go it ahead, helps, preach, girl. No, go ahead, no, preach. no. I was just going to say um, it helps with yeast prevention. It also helps lowers the risk for some cancers mm-hmm. as well. Um, and one thing about... The turmeric kind. The kind, turmeric, the kind that, um, you know, if you grow tumors, like it helps with the reduction of that. And it helps with skin, like irritation, like rashes, mm-hmm. things of that nature, allergic reactions. Cinnamon helps with all of that. Which, if you think about it, and this is where critical thinking comes in. For my people out there, nurses, you know what critical thinking is because we have to use it all the time. But if if you have something that has been shown to help with um, 
some type of hormone reduction, right? So insulin is, is a hormone that's secreted by the body. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of cancers, especially breast cancers in women, are hormone-driven. So if you have something that helps reduce hormones or, or keep them at normal levels or help to normalize them, I should say, it's only a critical thought that it would help decrease certain types of that's cancers. True. You know, and playing off when we're talking about yeast infections, a lot of women who are diabetics often have a lot of yeast Recurring. infections mm-hmm. because of the sugar that is in their bodies. Right. So if it's helping to reduce your sugar, of course it's going to help to reduce those yeast infections because you're not going to have that overgrowth of bacteria that is feeding on this, you know, abundance of sugar that you have in your body. Correct. So all of these things work together now. We're not doctors, and we're not telling you not to take your medicines. But there are things that you can do naturally to help um, with some of your health conditions as opposed to going to get a pill that's going to give you a side effect, and then you're going to need a pill for the side effect, and you're going to need a pill for that side effect. Like, kind of use your tools. And and, in the words of the very famous interview between Fredro Starr and Charlemagne, do your Googles, nigga. Do your Googles. Do your Googles and research and figure some of these things out. It's funny that you would say that because I just talked to my mother today and, um, you know, she had just a regular checkup and I was like, hey, how's it going? She was like, great. Um, You know, they said no iron pills for me. It's something as simple as iron, right? And she was like, it must be something that I was eating. And I'm like, yes, I'm very proud of you. You know, just changing up your diet a little bit mm-hmm. can drastically change what happens whenever you walk into, you know, the examination room. I know it's helped with me because um, I feel like a lot of things that were taught as children or, or that our parents done mm-hmm. to us, it's it has been detrimental. Like, I have this, you know, theory and... I should probably Google this and research this, but I feel like, you know, I really didn't think about it until the whole revelation came out that baby powder has yes. actually been causing cervical cancer, cancer. Yep. in women. And you think when we're babies, what do our moms do? They put that powder all powder. over us. And another thing that made me think about that when I realized that about the cervical cancer in the baby powder, I remember... Growing up, I had childhood asthma. Uh-huh. And it's just like, I mean, why would you just outgrow asthma? Right. But when I think about it, when I would t- get, take a bath and get out of the bathtub and get ready for bed, what would my mama do? Put Douse baby powder, powder all over my chest. It would, You know, and you breathe that stuff in. Mm-hmm. So who's to say that that did not cause the irritation of my respiratory tract? That's that funny. I just eventually stopped having that because I stopped. I wasn't exposed to that anymore. There are a couple because I every, now I'm looking at everything as big business, just like, I, you know, we start kind of started this and it makes me second guess a lot of the products that I buy to use to, you know, especially when it comes to like feminine cleanliness mm-hmm. and just considering the fact that my body is made perfectly anyway. Like there are some things I probably don't need to use. And like doctors will even tell you, I mean, I don't, this is probably TMI, but you know, we all family um like doctors will tell you like don't douche because it will throw no. off your ph balance and that's not then that just leaves you open or or susceptible to like infections like a yeast infection and or bacterial worse. vaginosis exactly and you know nobody wants that so 
Um, and typically, whenever you, whenever you're having like yeast infections or bacterial vaginosis, it's because of something going on in your body or something correct. you're putting in your body. Correct. A big thing that I wish, right? A big thing that I wish our women would realize is that extended. Tampon use is not a good thing. Mm, 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 mm. I just can't imagine. And 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 <laughs> I and imagine. I and I put that together as an adult because you know nobody tells you these things. So you're using these tampons, and then after you know your cycle is over, it's like something just ain't right. It's like you know, and then that's when they say, "Oh, you're supposed to dish." No, what's wrong no. is I've had these tampons inserted, and it's thrown my pH off, and now my body is reacting, and so that's why. I'm feeling weird. Right. So if you cut that out, right. you just won't change have that. the one thing and see exactly. how your body responds to it. You'd exactly. be surprised. I went my one not my gynecologist now, but I used to see a gynecologist that was an older midwife. And when I tell you that was the best gynecology visits that I used to have because that lady knew, like, okay, this is what you need to stop doing. Because I mean right. by practice. Yep. She knew these things. These old, like I was talking to her about having the issues with the tampons, and she was like, "Okay, you go to the you go to the um to the pharmacy. You get boric acid. You put a fourth of a such and such in this, and this much water. Da 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 da, and use this, and it'll go away. Right? You know. And then I never did it because I'm just like I'm not putting boric acid in my <laughs> vagina. But I, you know, my friend and I, I mean, were watching YouTube, and there was this stripper who made a lot of money stripping. And that's what she would use, this board acid recipe, to make sure that she was clean. was clean. And I was like, this old Caucasian midwife told me this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it is. there are natural and other things that you can do, despite what we've always been taught, or just reverting to monostat. Because I'm a strong believer that stuff don't work. All it does is irritate whatever else it is that you have going on. Right. So it's just good to research these things and, and understand your body, but I do want you to talk about ACV. Yes, so I Before definitely... <laughs> right. Did you have anything else? Because that's definitely a thing. Um, more so, I wanted to talk about more of a nutritional type of thing okay, and not, so. not really like remedies. So so you go ahead. Okay, so I just want to mention right quick, beets, uh, lower blood pressure, they help with inflammation, help with digestive health, and they support your um, brain health as well. Lemon, I know I said I was going to mention that, but I, lemon is something I use every day. I put it in, in my everything. tea, I put it in my water. It's a cleaning agent. Sometimes if I go out to eat, I ask them for lemon because I clean my forks and knives with it. I know it might be like a little bougie or whatever, but no. I want to make sure. That's you know, how you're that stopping clean. from getting germs and strep exactly. throat and colds and things like that. So lemon combats uh, fever, fresh lemon combats not the lemon juice, although I've used that too. Um, but they have too many vitamins to list in them. They treat fevers. They help with dental care. Mm-hmm. Helps like fight gum disease. Um, now, don't go eating lemons straight out all the time, like biting into them, because that can affect your, the sensitivity in your yes, teeth. It like will break down your enamel. Yes. But it can help with ha- uh, hair and oh. Hair and skin. It was me last week. I know. It's it's jumped on you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Since it's a natural antiseptic, it can help with like hair and skin. It helps cure burns or it helps with burns. Um, It helps with internal bleeding. So I've seen this before in action. You can take a cotton ball with a little bit of lemon, Mm -hmm. like real lemon on the end, and stick it where like your nosebleed is and your nose will immediately stop bleeding. 
It helps with weight loss and weight maintenance. Yes, it does. It helps curb your appetite. It does, and it treats cholera and malaria because it acts as a blood purifier. Mm -hmm. This is just lemon. Helps with foot relaxation. Um, and lemon is a diuretic, so it um, treats arthritis by flushing out toxins and something else. I can't, th- but a lot. Oh, it helps. Believe it or not, it helps um, reduce corns externally. Like on your feet. I'm for real. It'll soften up your corns. She, she don't, I don't have, have those them, problems, right? okay? But, but just saying for those who do. And it helps um, by ingest with gallstones. Mm. So, and then uh, ACV. So, B brought up apple cider vinegar. And um, what's the kind? Like, you have to have the kind Bragg's. that says. Yeah, the Bragg's apple cider vinegar, the raw kind. Mm-hmm. Not the regular um, a- apple cider vinegar or apple vinegar that you buy from Food Line or whatever. <laughs> Although you can get brags from Food Line, get you the big can, um, big uh, bottle. It'll take you a long way. Yes, because I've been having mine for a while. Yeah, me too. So it helps with uh, blood sugar, weight loss, cholesterol. It helps with skin health, blood pressure, acid reflux. That's a really big one. It boosts your gut health. Um, it soothes sunburns. It fights fungus. It enhances uh, circulation. That actually works. Works um, like if, even if you just put like a tablespoon or something in your bath. Um, it treats warts. It heals poison ivy, and it keeps your hair uh, healthy and shiny. Uh, so those things and a couple herbs that I I use on a regular basis like peppermint they relieve IBS pain mm-hmm. um or nausea like I was saying about the ginger early earlier sage is is a calming um herb and it helps with memory and brain function basil boosts your immunity so we we use a lot of fresh basil here and it fights infection and then cayenne pepper well rosemary which helps with nasal congestion but cayenne pepper which a lot of people don't realize um helps with or helps reduce your appetite speeds up your metabolism because of capsation so just those things and of course nothing beats proper diet uh exercise rest stress reduction and i definitely want to mention brushing your teeth and i know that might sound funny but you know bad teeth bad gums bad tongue like brush your tongue flossing flossing is important that is i mean bad a bad mouth is the onset for like gum disease, heart disease. Like it will trickle down. I'm not joking. So just good hygiene on top of everything else. So one thing I want to talk about, and it's not more so, um, you know, remedies, but it's about skin health. So I am a sufferer of eczema. I mean, I've mm-hmm. had eczema since probably, sheesh, I was in middle school. Right. And... You know, I've had I've used all kind of creams and this and that, but just learning my body and being um, kind of aware of what I'm t- taking into my body and the things that I'm around have really helped control the flare ups. Because as you know, eczema is not curable; it's not going to go away. But one thing that I think people overlook is that we run to the doctor to get something for what's going on on externally, like with our skin, instead of thinking about what we're putting into our bodies to make our skin react because if you're unaware your skin is an organ it's actually the largest organ your body has it's it's your first line of defense that's true so you have to protect it it's it's a vital organ and so a few things that i've found in my own life that 
have really helped reduce those flares um, are eliminating certain foods. So one food that I find that has really, really helped in controlling my eczema flare-ups is eliminating eliminating or limiting dairy, dairy. in my diet. Mm-hmm. And that includes milk, cheese, yogurt. I used to eat yogurt every day, um, cheese all the time, drink regular milk. And now that I've stopped, I see a huge... Um, decrease in my eczema flare-ups because dairy is a mucus producing um food or or product so if your contact dermatitis or your eczema is an inflammatory response and you're continuously putting in um products or foods that just cause an enhanced inflammatory response in your body that's going to cause your skin to react so um, if you can try to convert to like almond milk or soy milk, um, decrease the amount of cheese or get a cheese alternative or just I just cut out yogurt altogether because okay. it just, you know, I just cut it out. Um, it really can help to um, reduce those symptoms. Also, gluten. Um, gluten can be an irritant. So if you can choose gluten free products, um, that will help decrease your eczema flare ups, psoriasis, right. seborrheic dermatitis, all those types of things. Um, another um, product that can be irritant is eggs. Um, eggs can trigger um, eczema. So, you know, if you can get <laughs> egg substitutes, why are you laughing at me? I'm not laughing at you. I'm just childish. Why? Eggs, eczema, eczema, eczema. Never mind. Oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, those are things that I um find that has helped to reduce it. Also increasing water intake. Yes. Um decreasing um at sugar additives um help control your eczema. Exercise helps control your eczema because yes. stress will cause your skin flare up. to mm-hmm. flare up. Getting rest at night. All of these things have helped me control it and I'm able to pinpoint okay I ain't drinking enough water or I ate too much cheese like when you really realize the things that you're doing you're able to identify those triggers and eliminate them if and you if, listen to your body it will tell you exactly it what it you. wants whether it's green or liquid or whatever it'll tell you and another thing that y'all may not want to hear but look at your poop <laughs> look at your poop it will tell you if you're hydrated, if you're dehydrated, if you if it's really, really, if it's hard to get out, you'll know that you may be a little bit constipated. You need to put some roughage in, increase your fiber. Listen to your body. Like, don't just go through life, you know, in the fast lane and not listen to your body because hopefully you will get older one day. Yeah. And you don't want to get older with all these conditions and things that are going on in your body that you could have helped prevent or to kind of calm down in your earlier years. Correct. So... That's all I want to say. Nice. Thank you. Take care of I mean, your body. She, she did go to Winston Salem Stadium. Okay. 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 Take care of your body, and your body will take care of you. Yes, it will. So, what was funny, or what gave you inspiration, or what made you happy this week? What made me happy this week? Let me know. Um. <laughs> <laughs> me happy um you know what it was just really like some self-actualization that happened okay just realizing that I am the master of my own destiny Mm -hmm. and that I wake up every day with the ability to choose whether or not today is going to be a good day despite 
whatever may happen. Um, I just, I just had like an aha moment. Like I really control this thing. Like Mm -hmm. I'm really driving this car. No one else is driving this car. And even if things happen that are out of my control and I feel down about it, I know that, okay, this is just a a space that I'm in right now. Like in a few minutes, this is going to be in the past. Correct. And so that is what has given me inspiration and made me happy over the last few weeks is just realizing that I am not my circumstances or right. what has happened to me. That is not me. That's that's not who I am. Those are just my circumstances mm-hmm. and the things that I've experienced. But knowing that I control the rest of this thing has really given me a great deal of happiness over the last week. So right. that's really all I got. Because I haven't, I mean, no, I've been seeing, good. oh, and all the shade that was going on on Real Housewives of Atlanta. All of the shade. That gave <laughs> that me so okay. much joy. It was, I'm like, I'm telling you, my ATL Housewives never disappoint. <laughs> you and all reality the TV. I, I have it. a love-hate relationship, but I don't think I can give up a lot of stuff. Like, I've given up a lot of TV. But the one thing I cannot give up is the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Right. I've, I mean, this I've been on since the best one. If I've, you're gonna watch one of them, I've been on since day one, and until they pull the plug, I'm gonna continue to watch. So that that gave me some some cackles, but overall, just some self realization and reading and therapy yeah. and praying and trying to wake up every morning with a sense of gratefulness yes that just just waking up like sometimes i lay in my house and i'm just like i'm really in this house by myself right with all my own shit with my own car right with my own money with my own dog like i'm really mine it's mine i'm doing this shit (laughs) like i'm living i'm surviving exactly i'm thriving yes i am thriving not just surviving but thriving when i'm when we're able to do the things that we can do go see beyonce go out to eat buy what we want at you know within reason reason. you know have a car that you can drive get into that is a you You are thriving Because some people can't do that. Some people cannot do that. And we take those little bitty things for granted. Right. It was a time we couldn't do it. Exactly. So just waking up every day knowing that I'm in control of whatever comes my way. I'm in control of it. And waking up thanking God and giving praises, you know, to the most high that I am able to live my life comfortably. Right. Has really given me a lot of joy this week. And being shady with the house. I, I got because you know I'm bougetto fabulous, so I gotta I gotta have my ratchet, throw my ratchet in there. I'm ratchet and righteous all together. Listen, <laughs> we were meant to be all of that. You're meant to be both. Oh, uh, I did want to say one thing. You said something about when we were talking about the health benefits, and you were talking about um, reducing because of your what do you call it? dairy intake because yes. of mucus. I just want to say yes. Dr. Sevy, God rest his soul, said that everything that's wrong with the body leads back to mucus. And the way that mm-hmm. he explained it made so much sense. Mm-hmm. So I just want to, if you don't know who he is, S-E-B-I, um, go look it up. And another thing, going back to go ginger, ginger also helps with seasonal allergies. It does. 
So if you like me and I look, I'm over here rubbing my nose now. Y'all red nose. Yes, ginger helps with. Um, I'm just a y'all. I'm just an itchy ass person. <laughs> like whoa. If I get like whoa to an extent, <laughs> I'm talking about my skin. I ain't talking I told about. You I'm childish. Today. Listen, I, I listen. Her cookie box is not itchy. Let's yeah, just get Girl that Scout cleared cookies. up. Yeah, my Girl, Girl Scout cookies <laughs> are not itchy. In the words of uh, Crooklyn, I ain't no puta. I keep my panty clean, okay? No, 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 no. She's not itching That's there. That's a throwback. That's a throwback. Love She's Crooklyn. not itching there. I'm just talking about, you know, with like contact dermatitis and itchiness and skin true. issues, allergies. I'm just an overall, like I'm very sensitive to allergens. Right. And you know what is so crazy? I've never had an allergy test. That's the most ridiculous well, thing. Let's make that happen this time. I am. Okay, yeah, we're gonna we gonna hold me to that. I'm gonna get an Definitely. allergy test. I know certain things I'm allergic to, but there's probably a lot of things that I don't realize. Correct. So um yeah, ginger helps with reducing allergies and those types of things. So. Okay. So what what gave you joy, inspiration, made you happy or whatnot? Besides you know what? besides Benderella. So and, many things, and Beachella. man. Beachella. See how that rhymes? I see. I'm going on tour. Bit. Going on tour. Like, I'll pay. <laughs> I'll pay to see you, boo. Um, I don't know. Everything, man. You know, I celebrated a birthday, and I just remember, I went to the beach. I just remember being there, and, like, every day, or, like, when I stepped out onto the balcony, whether it was, like, watching the sunrise or watching the sunset, mm-hmm. or, like, eating on the water, or just whatever. Like, even all the you love that I received... Um, from people via social media or like my phone calls. Some people I still need to call back. Shout out to my friends but you've um, been Frost busy. and Sharia. But yeah, um, just just that love and then just looking around. So I'm I'm a feel a touchy feely person and I just remember looking around and trying to remember what things looked like exactly and what they felt like, what my skin felt like, what colors I could see, you know. The smells and everything, just so I could hold on to those moments, and and knowing that, like I went through this period where I had like seven, eight years that were so bad. Even my own mama was like, "Girl, I don't know if I could do it if I was you. Like, you really got it bad, but you're doing good. But you got it bad." And so, just knowing that, I said, "2018, not was gonna be my year because." 2019 and 20 gonna be my year too. Okay, mine too. I'm claiming it, honey. But this year specifically, I was like, oh no, boundaries, um, no's, yeses. Like even when it came down to saying certain stuff this week, and my mom was like, well, just tell them this or not. I'm like, no, I'll just tell them that I didn't want to. And there's that. Like I can be upfront. I can be honest. I don't owe anybody anything, and I have the right to thrive, just like you said. And Great things, amazing things are happening. Uh, it was my prayer that great things would happen for me and great things would happen for you this year. And it's happening, B. And I'm just really grateful, like you said, and inspired by the mm-hmm. fact that what I said was going to happen is happening. Yep. And we're not, we're nowhere near done. We're just getting started. So that um, that really gave me some joy. You just have to put it out there you know you just have to put it out there and say this is what i want i'm prepared to do my work yes to get to get that Mm -hmm. and leave it alone which goes into perfectly goes perfectly into my good word okay so what is your good word we're gonna skip everything else and go straight there because 
But that's let's a get good simple. segue. Mm-mm, we don't have nothing. Okay. It's okay. Um, but okay. So my good word is stop monitoring everything you left in God's hands. Mm. Stop worrying about it. I like it because for me, I am a worrier. Right. And my mama always tells me, if you're going to pray, don't worry. And if, if you're you going to worry, worry, don't, don't pray. pray. So if you left something behind or it's a, an issue that you gave your best, you you did all you could do, you said all you could say, you put your best foot forward. Even sometimes if you realize you didn't put your best foot forward. If you left it in your creator's hands, you got to let that thing go. You can't be looking, monitoring, figuring out, trying to go back, trying to change it. If you left it, alone leave it alone and move on because you could be building yourself up for something else for the next thing that's coming when you worrying about what happened three weeks ago three years ago 10 years ago 20 years ago tomorrow is gone man it's not coming back let it go i mean yesterday i mean yes <laughs> he said tomorrow's gone mm-hmm. yesterday's gone um <laughs> but i knew I, I i see what you was doing i always do it's one of us I'm, all the time <laughs> I knew what you were talking mean. about. One head is better than two. I'm still like, getting. No. I'm still getting tweets about that. I'm talking. I about, mean, uh, messages, not tweets. I'm still getting messages about that. Right. But y'all, y'all knew what I meant. But listen, they knew what I meant. Too. Listen, if if you if you did the best that you could do, if you did that thing, you know, to the highest of your capability, stop stop worrying about it. Stop monitoring it, and that goes for your friends and. People too. Stop worrying about what they're doing. Leave people alone. Let people deal with their own mess. Let put it in God's hand and stop worrying about it. That's right. Go on about your business. Live your life. In the words of Cardi B and Chance the Rapper, I'm living my best I'm life. I'm living my best Live life. Live your best life. Let it go. Let it go. Like Elsa. Just let it go. Not like Elsa. <laughs> we make no <laughs> references to that movie. Ever let it again. go. Let it go. See what I'm saying? I mean, what? See? I drank out of, listen, I stayed at my cousin's house and drank out of a frozen cup last night. I was like, this is how you know you at your family house. You get no more Hennessy White before a show starts. I'm, I'm getting all the Hennessy know. White. I'm you getting all the Hennessy White time. because we official like that. We don't, we don't drink that regular. Oh, okay? Bye, B. Courtney B. We on that, some other stuff. We on that Benessy. <laughs> <laughs> we on that, we listen to Barty drinking Benessy. I don't like it. Well, I do. I like everything. I don't like that. You're just mad because I sang Frozen. A hater gonna hate, and I ain't one. Anyway. You ain't the one, and I ain't the two. (laughs) (laughs) You made me lose my train of Crazy. Um, My good word for the day. I'll keep it simple. Just going back to reflecting to this past weekend, um... Something that really resonated was in the face of adversity, just press through. Mm-hmm. Right? So not trying to be fake deep or anything, but it's so true. Like everything that we tried to do, it was great, a great weekend. But at every step of the way, like something bad happened. And it was one of those situations where we're like, okay, we can handle it this way or we can handle it that way, but we're going to handle it. And then it'll be over. Let's move on to the next step. And life is like that. And you made a reference to the fact that, like, when something is going on, you just remember that in a little while, it's not going to be this way anymore. As a child, that's how I used to operate. Like, bad stuff would be going on all the time. And in my mind, depending on what was going on, I'd be like, in 15 minutes, this will not be happening. Or if it was something that was, like, ongoing and I had to wait for somebody to come get me, I'd be like, 24 hours from now? 
I won't even be in this I, house. I do that too. I always thought that way as a kid and I still operate that way in my adult life. So it does not matter how bad a thing is. It really does not matter. If in the face of adversity, if you are faced with something that is just difficult in that moment, just know if you just press through tomorrow, whatever time the tomorrow is, tomorrow could be an actual tomorrow or next week or when the semester is over or when the relationship is over, whatever that tomorrow is, um, your circumstances will be different. Just continue to press through. I was about to hit you with a with a hymn though. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, I knew. <laughs> I already know. I'll give my life tomorrow. Yes, that's let me, a classic. I'm gonna get up and run through this house, honey. <laughs> let me yes. move. Let me, let me move some furniture. <laughs> um. Anyway, guys, you know my call to action for you this week, as as always, is just take care of yourself. I know we've given you guys a lot of tips. Uh home DIY kind of tips to take care of yourself. But we always talk about like getting your rest, going to therapy. Say no to drugs. (laughs) Right. Say Say no no to drugs. drugs. Listen, I made a, I posted that on Facebook. Some of y'all out here, 25 looking 65. Looking bad. Old face head asses. I want want everybody to come to homecoming (laughs) looking good this year. And some rest, yo. And stop eating all that, all that McDonald's. You know what? Cause, cause your guts is, Done lapping. Yeah. <laughs> you got done lapped over. It's not healthy. It ain't even about how you look. It's not healthy. People with a larger abdominal girth are at higher risk for diabetes, diabetes. high cholesterol, mm-hmm. stroke, all that. I'm being serious. Right. It is not about being vain. It's about living for as long as you possibly can. That's right. what it's about. For the people who love you. For the people who love you. Why are we at a two-hour show? We got to go. You guys, you know you can hit us up on social media. You can find us there instead of here. We'll hit you up next week, though. Um, On Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you know where to find us. We're the Culture Shock Podcast. You can find us on iTunes. You can rate us there. SoundCloud, which is where a lot of you guys are listening to us. Google Play. We love it. Or you can email us at blackcultureshockpodcast at gmail.com. We always love to hear from you. Any last words? I'm living my best life. Hey, yeah, yeah. I, I'm living my best life. Hey, cause my ass, my best friend. Turn on my ass. I am a girl named <laughs> Tiffany, and I'm Courtney B. And as usual, we out.